<laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I, I, I can get down on that. I think. That's so bad. Uh, like, was bad. As I was doing it, I was like, this is <laughs> like, abort, abort You had one of those moments where you're like, where's that screaming coming oh from? Oh, my God. Somebody shut that baby up. <laughs> I was like, punch that person in the face. <laughs> and then I punched myself. <laughs> We four corners in a triangle, why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a person from a dance to acting on the screen, you know who it is, man, it's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist, and you're tuning to them live, this is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. Thank you to Justin Hall. Yeah, for our actual theme song, which I swear gets better every time I listen to it. Well, he also actually added tweaks. So he sent yeah. us a new version with some additional mixes and a few. I think there's now a clicking in the background. I think his voice is also like elevated, right? I feel like he he sounds stronger in the new version. Maybe a little bit. I, don't I know. really noticed the I really noticed that they're like tongue clicks and then maybe another clip. Somebody saying amazing. No, oh, yeah, I don't know. It sounds so good, though. It just makes me want to like drop it like a tie. Yeah, I, it keeps bringing people back to our podcast. Too, I can't because even we, drop anything. We constantly get comments saying, "I just wait for the theme song," <laughs> and the then, you know, it's that now. good. It's catchy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Justin Hall. So, what did we do this week? Oh my goodness, we went to Comic Con yesterday, which was wow intense. you're reading the notes my notes say wow intense it's the only thing i have under comic-con i thought that was so funny that he literally made a bullet point that said wow intense i should have separated it into two bullets and and watched you watched you figure that one out (laughs) i have two things to say about comic-con first wow second Second, intense it honestly though i it as much as i i'm shading you for it it's true because it was really impressive. The costumes, if you don't know what Comic-Con is, it's a gigantic convention that's dedicated to all things geeky, like comic books and video games and fantasy and sci-fi, TV shows, fandoms, all that good stuff. Yeah, pretty much all of it, especially if it's animated. Yeah, well, not or just, illustrated. I mean, it's not just that. I mean, yeah, comics for sure, but there were tons of, like, Walking Dead was, like, the big... Well, Walking Dead was a comic book, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But the TV show is, like, a really big sponsor. They're on all the badges. Yeah, video games. There are a lot of video games there. Right. So, I mean, they did have a lot of... It's just kind of like the world of fantasy. Pretty kind much. Kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the thing that was really cool was all of the costumes and... I really tried on Snapchat to capture a lot of, I mean, there were a lot of really cool ones, but I tried to capture ones that I really liked or that I actually knew who the people were, because mm. I'm really not in that world. Um, <laughs> but they were, I mean, people went all freaking out. Like, we saw a pinhead from, what's that movie that pinhead's in? Hellraiser? Hellraiser. I'm sorry, what? I know, I'm so- You are, you <laughs> are, all, wait, you are about to be demoted. Wait, wait, wait. Can you, we, do you, I will- Can we talk? about how Patrick was flirting with Pinhead like he was like trying to holler like he was like, he was like yo 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 Pinhead what's your name what's your number what's your sign I was like Patrick please stop salivating over this man he was, I was so like, excited I was like what's up baby Jesus wept <laughs> he was so I, are people gonna get that reference uh, it's, it's the last thing the guy says in the first Hellraiser before being ripped apart by the hooks that the Oh, I forget what they're called, the Krylobites or something like that, whatever the Hellraiser guys <laughs> oh are, God. the demons are. 
So, yeah, yeah, now you get it. Oh, my God. Patrick was so, I mean, Patrick was excited about all of the people. But when I saw Pinhead, I was like, oh, my God, baby, look over there. Because Pat loves that movie. <laughs> I've seen was, all eight of them. And you didn't so know excited. that there were eight of them, but there are. Oh, my God. He was so excited. And they took a picture together. And the guy was, like, really in character, right? He yeah. was like, I want your soul. Patrick was like, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. He was saying things like, follow me. I was like, yes, yes, I'll follow you anywhere. <laughs> It was really funny. Um, were there any other really good costumes that we saw? Oh, there were a lot of amazing ones. There was um, was it buttered toast man? Oh, powdered toast. Powdered toast. What? No. Yeah, powdered, powdered toast. toast man. Oh, right, because they had powdered toast. That was the product. Yeah. Right from Ren and Stimpy. He was fantastic. He was really, really good. Um, I'm trying. The to other best one that I saw was was the forty year old Quail Man. If you remember the show, Doug. smoking a cigarette outside. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he was he was like Doug Quail Man on a smoke break in forty five years. Oh my god, that was really, really funny. Um, we saw like some Bob's Burgers. We saw a lot of Bob's Burgers actually, which was very cool. It was awesome. You know what we didn't see? We didn't see any blackface, which I kind of just, I don't know why I thought. Cause I you saw, just assume you're like, okay, we're walking into a, a convention well, where there's a lot of cosplay. You know, We Michonne, can expect to see a whole lot of blackface. I'm just telling you that online especially, I always see people cosplaying Michonne from Walking Dead mm. and doing blackface. Mm -hmm. And I did see a lot of um, white girls doing Michonne, and none of them had blackface on it. And I, I didn't say anything to them, but I almost wanted to be like, you go, girl. <laughs> You wanted to stop and say, you know what? You're not racist. <laughs> Congratulations. I know thank you who very much. you are, and your face <laughs> is not smeared in dirt. So thank you. Um, that was really exciting. But one thing that was also really exciting in real life, not as a joke, was that we got to meet the writer of this new comic book series called Niobe. His name is Sebastian Jones. And, you know, we kind of stumbled over there because the star of this comic book series is Amanda Stenberg from The Hunger Games. She helped, she's helping co-write it. Right. And I believe she's uh, slated to be in the movie. Because well, I they're, they're, they're going to do like a talks. series. I think they're, think they're thinking about it being a TV series. Okay. I'm not really sure. He kind of said that they're working on that right, right. now. And so I saw the poster and I was like, oh, cool. Like, I want to check this out because I had heard about her working on this. Sebastian Jones came over to us and introduced himself, himself, and he knew who we were. It was just like, what? Yeah, that was cool. We were we were recognized. Well, I think Fran was recognized. You were recognized too. Uh, yeah, kind of. It, it was were. kind of. It was kind of like I know that you're with that woman. <laughs> So I'll just include you in all of this. But it's that's fine, and that's nice, and, and let's face it, Fran is, is the celebrity in this relationship. Oh, my God, stop. And it was really cool because we had a really great conversation with him, and he um, – he like basically walked us through his amazing epic graphic novel that he has spent 11 years making, which like blows my mind. I can't imagine working on something for 11 years. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. He he said he put a I mean, he he's been a, obviously a very ambitious and a very busy person because not only did he do that, the graphic novel, which he gave me a signed copy of it. Was, yes, he gave us a copy it of was, it. It was very kind of him. It's called The Untamed and it's a graphic novel about a guy in purgatory who makes a deal with the devil that will allow him to be released from purgatory if he collects seven souls in seven days for the devil. And that features actually the young Niobe. Yeah, that's so sort it's of like her, her, her introduction, and then it becomes a spinoff just about her. Right, exactly. And it, it I got to say, the graphic novel is absolutely beautiful. 
Uh, I just started reading it, so I don't know how the story goes just yet, but um, but I look forward to it for sure. Yeah, and he also gave us a copy of um, this children books, just children's book that he also wrote called "I'm Mixed" because he's biracial, and it's a really really cute book. And it was kind of funny because he gave it to us like, "Huh, huh? You guys want this? You guys gonna have a baby?" <laughs> it was kind of like, "Oh, uh, we don't have kids yet, but thank you." But one day we will, and they'll be mixed. We were like, "We'll put this on the shelf for them." and hope that Phil doesn't chew it up. Phil's like, you bring a mixed baby in this house? to kill this book. Phil's, Phil's part black and part white, too, though. <laughs> he's black with white stripes and white paws, so no, maybe, he isn't. He's maybe wearing, we'll read it to him. He's a black dog wearing saddle shoes. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you explain the stripe? He doesn't have a stripe. He has a stripe down his forehead. Are we talking about the same dog here? Yeah, no, no, no. He does. That's that's like um that's like a tribal marking. <laughs> what? That's part of his religion. Oh, it's a religious symbol. Exactly. So don't fuck. He never takes it off. Exactly. Because he's not that, even when we bathe him. He's that dedicated. Um yeah, so the book is called I Mixed and it's a children's book. And it's great because it's a very inclusive, like we're all different, but that's what makes us awesome. And I have curly hair and I have brown skin and, and it's just it's uh, it's so beautiful and awesome and you should pick it up if you've got biracial kids or yeah, both, know somebody both the unt- I think I'm mixed is out the untamed and I believe some of the next Niobe stuff all comes out November 4th yeah uh, November 4th is when it all comes out so definitely check that out his name is Sebastian Jones and thank you so much to him for for hooking us up with that stuff they got me it got me thinking because I've I've seen and and maybe this is just my personal perspective, but I've noticed a lot more involvement by people of color in the comic book industry. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And, and specifically, not just not just as illustrators, writers for the regular, you know, like the big names, white like DC based, and like Marvel, right? The, the white run storylines. But also but creating their own stuff. But really, yeah, creating their own stuff, creating their own worlds and specifically creating their own worlds centered around black characters that incorporate social issues from mm-hmm. real life, even though they're set in fantasy worlds. And I just noticed that and I thought that was really interesting. And, and Sebastian Jones is a really good example of this, um, of this new involvement. And it got me thinking because I read a while ago that a lot of the most famous superheroes that we know today were created by Jewish people following World War II. So oh. the generation after World War II, the youth at that time were sort of looking for their place in the world after the Holocaust. Right. You know, uh, obviously there was a lot of disenfranchisement and they were looking for uh, not not just to redefine their place in the world, but looking for role models for themselves. Right. And so what they kind of did was create them for themselves uh, in an effort to an effort to uplift their community, it sounds like. Yeah, in an effort to uplift their community and and to give themselves something to aspire to. Right. And I thought that was really interesting. And I, I don't know how much that translates into what's going on now. I think it translates hugely because I mean I guess that's really what happens anytime a marginalized group decides to kind of control the narrative or tell their own stories it's because they want to see themselves represented in a positive way that they can look up to and actually when i went to comic-con on thursday for decoded that's what we were talking to people about like the need for representation in comic books and and in like the sci-fi and fantasy world because these worlds it's all about being an outsider it's all about standing up for what's right it's all for you know not seeing yourself in the world around you and deciding that you want to do something good and so of course 
marginalized people need to be in those stories. Yeah, absolutely. So and it's exciting for I, sure. I think it's interesting too that you mentioned the the sort of controlling the narrative because you hear that that phrase a lot yeah. in terms of in social reform efforts, controlling the narrative that's really important. And I was kind of thinking when you create your own world and you project your own thoughts, your own feelings, your desires, you're really fully controlling that narrative. You're right. creating the entire world in which that narrative plays out. Yeah, no, absolutely, because it, here's the thing. <clears throat> we talk a lot about you know, the need for diversity in media and the need for people of color or, or LGBT folks or people with disabilities or anybody that is a marginalized group to see themselves represented, and it's really not just enough to just say, okay, look, we put a black character in there because, unfortunately, if it's written by a white writer or a white director, sometimes or too often what you see is a super narrow, stereotypical version of whatever that is. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean? it, yeah, it's, it's not authentic. It's absolutely unlikely that a white group is going to be able to write a black character in a way that's meaningful to black people. Right. It, it, it just I mean it just doesn't make sense that that would be the case. Just just the way male writers are not going to be able to oh my, delve perfect. into female characters. Perfect example. The way a female writer. I mean some of them do a great job and sometimes you don't have to get into the feminist issues right. because it, it's, it's not necessary for the exactly. story. But it's but if you want to, yeah, you're not going to get it from white people. Well, and, and I think sometimes what happens is those writers feel I mean, again, I can't speak for them because I'm not them, but it appears to me sometimes that it's kind of like, oh, fine, I'll write a female character. Fine, I'll put a black person in there. And so right. instead of actually... a little bit of pandering. Yeah, so instead of actually just like writing a really good character and being like, oh, yeah, sure, they can be black. And it, the character is not about them being black. It's just about a character that happens to be black. Right. Instead, then they focus on... Like, like Rue. Right, exactly. <laughs> like They just throw something in there and then they're like, okay, well, now because... They're black. I'm gonna make them sassy and loud and finger wagging. Or they're gay, so I'm gonna make them like mm. super flamboyant. Right. You know what I mean? Rather than just making them authentic and real, sure. they just kind of make like a stereotype. They think, how can we make this character a black character? And they think about all the stereotypes that go in that they know about black people, right. and they're just oh, we'll throw some of those in there. Right, exactly. I see what you're so in terms of you know to go back to what we were saying before, like controlling the narrative, when when we get an opportunity to tell our own stories, then you get characters like a Nairobi who is, yes, a person of color, but is more complex than that because that's not just who they are. They are, you know, a unique individual that happens to be a person of color and that kind of is more authentic and natural to their story. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we had a great time at Comic-Con. The, the costumes were insane. I got to say, though, the number of ripped guys oh my God. that showed up just to be ripped oh in public God. and shirtless. I would shirtless, be like that, though. I, if I were as big as these guys, I think every I, – I was telling you this before. Every year for Halloween, I would go as a different member from the original cast of the Predator movie. <laughs> I don't even know how many characters are in the Predator. Uh, there's movie. something like six or eight of them, and they're all just jacked guys. I mean, this was there's jacked guys in every movie, babe. Why would you? These just are the to biggest guys. These are Arnold Schwarzenegger big. There, are, there are jacked guys in everything. That's what I'm saying. Well, just The Rock, because The Rock's in everything. <laughs> it's, it's just The Rock over oh and my over God, again. The Rock. <laughs> oh, I saw this. Um, I saw The Rock. I think he was on Ellen or something, and he brought like a flashback picture of him when he was in high school. Mm -hmm. And it was right at the time that the movie Twenty One Jump Street had come out, oh, and so I I saw this. and he 
was in high school and he was huge. He had just transferred schools from Hawaii and he and he was like the new kid yeah. and he was just like a freaking brick house and everybody thought that he was an undercover cop because yeah. he did not look like a high school student. Because he was gigantic. He's just always been that big. He also had this weird little mustache too. I think I saw that picture. He Didn't he have like a little a mustache? He looked like a grown man. Yeah, he, he like looked like he was head. maybe 35. Like why did you look like a freaking bouncer in high school? Right. He looked like he just got out of the army. Yeah, he really, really did. Oh my God, he's so hot. <laughs> he is. I wish. I, honestly, <laughs> you just said he's, he's hot. <laughs> he's one of the people. He's one of the guys out there that I was like. I would switch bodies with. Well, there's so many. I, I mean, like at the, at Comic Con, I was like, I'd, I'd take that guy's body. <laughs> I'd take that guy's body. I'd take that guy's body. That guy's a shitty Wolverine, but I'd still switch with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guys were. I mean, it was one of those things where I, it's. It is like Halloween in the sense that. You want to show off the hard work that you've put into your body. Yeah, they deserve it. But I got to be fair. We talked about this too. Something that was also very cool is there were a there was a lot of body diversity at Comic Con because oh, yeah. we saw people who you know you might not stereotypically fit your idea of a Spider-Man or, mm-hmm. you know, or a Wonder Woman or whatever. And right. then we're it like, was like, I don't do you, give a fuck. Do you have this Captain America costume in a 2XL? <laughs> yeah. Right. And you know what? That's awesome. And it was why it was really acceptable too. And and as a heavier person myself, you always you always have this understanding that, okay, you want to be Spider-Man, you're overweight, you're a fat Spider-Man. Like that's that's but sort not of at Comic Con. But not at Comic Con. Comic Con was was very accepting, and that's what was one of the most positive things about it. And one of the things that really saw. I've never read a graphic novel. I haven't read comic books in a very long time, though. I always appreciate the illustration and, and marvel at the artwork in them. But I found myself drawn back into that world mm-hmm. based on the positivity that I yeah. saw there. It was so easy to get into and so easy to get excited about. I, I got the same impression when I was there on Thursday, and I got to talk to a lot of people, you know, like I said, because it decoded. And everyone expressed the exact same sentiment. Every single person was just like, oh, my God, your costume is amazing. And everyone was talking to each other. And it was so cool because you would see a bunch of, like, jokers hanging out together and, like, all being like, hey, you're a joker. I'm a joker. We're all, like, joking around. You know what I mean? And then our friend, Ty, who works with the fan bros. Ty the robot. Um, was so funny because the the day before, I guess it had rained, and he said all of the storms, like all the girls dressed as storm, like <laughs> went outside together, and they were all like, "Yes, <laughs> like, so freaking funny." That's I wish I had seen I that. Wish I'd I seen that. Really regret missing that moment. I also I also wondered, did they bicker afterwards as to who caused the lightning and the rain? No, they all worked together. Well, I did that. No, yeah. I did that. <laughs> well, there was like a um, parking garage area, or kind of like I don't know. I guess it was where it's like an outdoor space. With a was sort of an overhang. Yeah, but it was a very seedy, scary kind of area, like where you could definitely see some some like superhero villains getting together. And so <laughs> all of them were hanging out. We under don't there. hang out around there. And it was so cool. It was, bad it was part just Comic Con. It was just awesome. <laughs> and as someone that was not dressed up, I felt like an outsider. I mean, everyone was very nice, mm-hmm. but I felt. Like, I was the freak because I was just wearing jeans and a shirt. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so there's something kind of cool about all of these people. Who I, w- I was, fortunately, I look a lot like Clark Kent. Do you? Just naturally. So people just assumed I'm, I'm Superman. Oh, okay, Patrick. <laughs> a fat Superman. <laughs> um, but they didn't judge me. It was really cool. I think it was just that world is kind of 
embraced by people who feel like outsiders mm-hmm. a lot of times. You know, could what I mean? be sure. I feel I, I could f- see where that could would would certainly happen. Right, and so it really felt like this was a. Sp- safe space for them where everyone could just kind of be weird and interested in the same world and be excited for each other and it was just it was really really awesome and i'm excited to go back next year i'm i'm thinking i'm gonna try and dress up yeah, yeah. what are you gonna be i don't know yet i mean maybe that's kind of my my homework is to kind of get more involved in that world so i can find somebody really good to be because i don't want to be something you know i thought like oh i could be michonne and our the family well by next year you can be niobe yes (laughs) 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 and i'll be i'll be somebody else i'll be the guy who's trying to get out of purgatory so halloween's right around the corner yes and and we just went to comic-con and saw all these amazing costumes actually comic-con puts puts your halloween to shame pretty much let's just say that every halloween i've ever experienced and we have a lot of artist friends who go all in with their costumes Mm -hmm. and do some pretty amazing things nothing i've been to can keep pace with the costumes we saw at comic-con but what do you think are going to be the popular costumes this halloween well, usually whatever it was like the big news story ends up being a popular Halloween costume. So I feel like we will probably see a bunch of Caitlyn Jenners. Which I predict I predict a shitload of Trumps. I, I, I predict just swarms of Trumps. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, I kind of just think, I don't know. I, I think that Donald Trump has always been a popular figure, so I don't know that it'll be more this year. Yeah, but he's a presidential candidate Yeah, now. no, you're right, you're right. But I, I think Caitlyn Jenner, and I think that there will be a lot of really stupid people trying to, like, make a, quote, funny transphobic joke about Caitlyn Jenner. I think we'll probably see a bunch of Bill Cosby's, and they will also be, like, really gross rapist jokes. Mm. Um, I see, I don't know, I, I expect less Cosby's. Really? I don't know why, but something just tells saw, me. I already saw a bunch of, like, an Ahmed um, costume. costume. Yeah. Oh, because he's got a, what, a it's computer? Like a Na- it's like a NASA shirt and then a um, a clock. Right. A, a clock-looking bomb Yeah, some electronic thing. clock um, suitcase. Yeah, a clock suitcase thing. Um, I don't That's, know. What other celebrities are really big this year? Like Popes. There should be a oh, number of popes. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Yeah, boom. Prepared. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, I could see a lot of popes happening. There will be a lot of popes and a lot of popes with jokes. I think there will be a lot of popes with commentary. Mm. Um, and I remember when you know, one of the worst things that I saw was on in college during Halloween were priests with like oh god little right. oh like like molestation jokes right exactly priests Ugh. with like children you know they, they were dolls or something like that i saw a lot of that and i i mean i don't think that will be applied to the pope this year but i think there will be some sort of similar commentary in those costumes oh you know what oh what about kim davis Maybe we'll see. Oh, 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 yeah. I know. We, I know. Um, Rachel Dolezal. We will see a ton of Rachel Dolezal, um, which will be so costumes. ironic because the white people that do the Rachel Dolezal costume will be doing what Rachel Dolezal is doing in right. a sense, exactly, which is so annoying. And they'll call it irony. Yeah, and it won't be ironic. And at all. it won't really be. The irony will be that they're missing the point. Yeah, like the 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 point should be: don't dress up as a white woman dressing up as a black woman. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> it's not funny or ironic. It's really stupid and gross. Oh, Patrick. Yes. 
Uh, you want to see something that's going to make you really mad? <laughs> that's you know you know how much I love seeing things that piss me off. Okay, so I saw this on the Daily Mail, and uh, there's this. Do you know what Let's Play is on YouTube? No. Okay, no. so the Let's Play community is people that play video games and then they show you them playing the video game so they they play the game and you can see the game on screen and then usually they're like in the corner playing the game saying like some sort of funny thing like, they just they just film their their gaming experience i mean i see that i've seen those yeah, things where like tutorials will have it's that. really yeah these are not tutorials these are literally just watching someone else play a video game that you like with their like funny commentary kind of like um mystery series mystery science theater type oh, okay yeah style. i mean if the jokes are good i could see it i mean whatever that's debatable but <laughs> one of them um is a kid by the name of captain sparkles okay he's <laughs> that's his legal name yeah <laughs> yes that's his name um no he's a youtuber his real name is jordan Marin, and he's 23 years old and he's really popular for doing let's plays of minecraft and He's huge. He's got like 8 million subscribers. And so he bought a $4.5 million house mm. in Hollywood. Look at this house. It's like a four-story. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't you shit. hate yourself right now? It's like a four-story. It's all glass. And it's got like an infinity pool and oh a jacuzzi. God. What am I doing with my life that I don't? make millions of dollars playing video games. I quit. I quit. I quit all of it. I quit I quit my job. I quit this podcast. I'm going exclusively to play video games and film it from now on. What are we doing? What are you doing? I know. What are we what are any of us doing? This just it throws my whole world into an existential crisis. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we got to pull off that Wii. <laughs> That's it. Just us playing Wii tennis. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That would be no a funny, one would watch that. That'd be a funny Let's Play channel. We just play like really old games. It's Tetris. Yeah, that could be interesting God. and fun. Yeah, what's the commentary going to be like on Tetris? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the long long piece in this spot. <laughs> With, I mean, like like you, it doesn't go very far. You're like oh damn it, it doesn't fit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's funny. I would watch that. So I I read this story and it just kind of raised some interesting questions for me. This man, he's almost eight hundred pounds. He's a Rhode Island guy, and he was admitted to the hospital uh, for supervision. He ordered a pizza to his room while in the hospital, so that he wouldn't do things like order pizzas and eat them. And when they caught him ordering a pizza to his room, they kicked him out of the program and kicked him out of the hospital. Wow. Yeah, and this is what... And That's this, kind of like, kind of a little fucked up. Right, right. I mean, he's there because he knows he's going to do exactly that. Right. So when he does the thing that he's there to, to be supervised so that he wouldn't do, they kicked him out for it? Yeah, that seems a little... I don't know. I mean... I, this this raises some questions because like did they have rules against him ordering pizzas? You know what I'm saying? Like was well, that a rule that he broke and that's why they kicked him out? Which again yes. seems a little unfair because like he's there because he said, "Look, I have a problem with food and I want you to help me." And then they're like, "Oh, look, something that sim like a symptom of your problem with food. Goodbye." Like, you know what I mean? Like clearly he's there cuz he wants their help and then 
he had a setback and so they kick him out for it? Like that just seems a little harsh. Yeah, apparently there there were rules and the guy was quoted saying that it was his quote cheap meal, which is a thing for people who are dieting. You get like, you know, that yeah. one meal yeah. where you can just eat whatever you want well, just to keep your he sanity. Was, you clearly he was wrong because they said it wasn't yeah. cheap meal. <laughs> yeah, well, well they kicked him out and it is interesting like you said, like if if he's there cuz he can't stop himself from doing that. Right. Isn't it the hospital's failure for not stop? I mean, he's there so that they can know. stop him from doing it. I don't know. That's a hard one because you know what? Like, the more I think about it, it's the same if you go to rehab. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're in rehab for drugs. And, and you they, start doing drugs. And, right. They expel I mean, I'm you. sure they have, I'm sure they have like a stipulation that says in the rules, you're not supposed to bring drugs in, you're not supposed to do drugs, and if you get caught doing drugs, there's probably some sort of punishment before they kick you out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's not like a one strike rule, but at the Maybe, same time, I, I would know. But at the same time, if you're in rehab for drugs and you bring drugs in, you are threatening the health and safety of the other patients. That's also one you're, of the things. Yeah, this guy might not have been, you know, at risking other people's recovery. Diets, right, exactly. You know, so so there, there's a little bit different. It's a little bit different because rehab, yeah, if you bring drugs in, everyone's going to want those drugs. And now you have well, a lot of people. Well, if you're in a place for food addiction and you bring a pizza, in p.s everyone you're gonna, not gonna share it well everyone's <laughs> right sorry. but everyone's gonna know you brought a pizza in because you can fucking smell the pizza the minute it gets on the that's floor that's true pizzas you know do I'm smell saying? great it's not like he could hide it from anybody yeah. so like that definitely if you are if you have like a serious eating problem right. and you smell a pizza you're gonna be like holy shit like the temptation is gonna be overwhelming yeah. so I'm not just talking about pizza now. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about where Wait, to get pizza. What was that gym that you were going to that used to order pizza? Oh my god, Planet <laughs> Fitness. Hold on. This is the this is the, the most awful thing I've ever seen a gym do. Planet Fitness had client pizza appreciation day. day once a month where they stacked like hundreds of pizzas in their lobby for everyone to eat. Why did they do that? There are only two times in my life I do not want pizza, and that's right before I work out and right after I work out. And you still ate some of that pizza, didn't you? I did you? not eat. No, you no. You did it? No, because, uh, no, th- uh, literally, when I when I tell you I actually don't want, I don't desire pizza right before I work out, and I don't desire it right after I spent an hour working out, sweating, and trying to get into shape, I mean, those are the only two times it doesn't even appeal to me. And and they were trying to give it to me. And it was it was so disgusting because here you have all these people working their asses off. Right. Or or, you know, some of them don't work out. Let's be honest. Right. I mean, whatever. That's every place you go to. But how can you eat pizza? How can you feed the people you're encouraging to be healthy pizza? I have no idea. That just seems so counterintuitive. It's to me. cruel is what it is. Yeah. I think that was really, really gross and weird. But to go back to the conversation about homeboy and the pizza <laughs> he should have you know what that's his gym he needs to be working out at planet fitness no then, then that's not buy- gonna help him <laughs> that's gonna like just be another huge setback for him um yeah he he was he, i think when it comes to that he should obviously be expected to try to eat junk food because he can't control his own eating habits and that's why he's there but at the same time the hospital can't really make all of his decisions for him and if they have limited resources that can be better spent on other people, I guess it also kind of makes sense. I mean, here's something I hadn't said, but but I know uh, apparently he was there for three months and oh. lost 20 pounds. 
Now, people who are. So this might have been like the third strike. Yeah. I mean, he was getting his food from somewhere. That's for sure. Because people who are that big. I mean, I could lose 20 pounds in three months. But people who are that big can lose 20 pounds in a week. Right. Because their body is so so ready just to dump all that excess yeah, weight. Yeah, this might have been the hospital saying, like, he might have been, like, on probation or something. It's, it's possible. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah, but you know what? As, as much as it sucks that they kicked him out of the program, maybe this, like, additional press will get someone to, like, step in and try to, like, help him. Cause every well, time I don't know. Like- His dad is – I saw another article by another media outlet – that interviewed his father, and his father said, I'm pretty sure he's going to he's gonna eat himself to death if he doesn't well, okay. get the help he needs. This is what I'm saying, is that this story getting popular might have some clinic step in and be like, we can help him. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. always like when something happens like this, there's always some charitable organization that says, we'll donate like a treadmill, you know what I mean? Or like, we'll send him a trainer. Right. Or like TLC, we'll make a special about him or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe there is someone from this story getting popular who will say hey that hospital kicked you out but we'll take you and we'll you know what i mean mm-hmm. like maybe that's the positive spin on the story possibly I and on the on the topic of being healthy we've been really healthy oh yeah we've been really we've, we've been, been killing kicking it. ass in the gym yeah we've been we've been working out we've been eating pretty well people have noticed i posted that picture of us from the gala and uh-huh. people were like patrick's jawline is looking mighty tight yeah that's because that's how i shave my beard now <laughs> it's an optical <laughs> illusion can you just take the compliment oh yeah thank you your jawline is looking tight <laughs> snatched um. Yeah. Okay. I will take snatch. <laughs> good job. Good job. So we've been working out, and I I have I have abs now. Yeah, you kind of do. Yesterday, you were like, my butt's hurting, but only one butt cheek. <laughs> one one <laughs> one ass muscle was really sore. I have no idea how I got that asymmetry in my soreness. But, um, <laughs> I probably just slept on it wrong. <laughs> it's not oh from my. working out. <laughs> That's funny. And the abs, uh, you can't see them, but I'm I'm like eighty percent sure now that they're actually in there. Yeah, dude. Which, I mean, you're before, doing the work. Before I was like, I might not have abdominal muscles at all. <laughs> they might. I have no proof that they even exist. No, we've been doing so so good. Like we're running on the treadmill at like an eight and talking. Yeah. While we're running. Yeah, we're we're getting there. And in an effort to be even healthier, this week I'm going to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. I need to. Do, yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, oh, if you if you can't tell by the really? raspiness of my voice, I am a smoker. You Quitting smoking, really? What is that? My, I don't know. Me being skeptical. Oh, okay. I'm just like you know, whatever. Like I've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, you don't believe in me. Patrick, how long have we been together? (laughs) Ten years. How many times have you tried quit smoking? I mean, listen, I want to, I want to support you. I am supportive, but like, you know, it's one of those like actions speak louder than words type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like just. You know, you just got to do it. Yeah. And you got to. And then here's the other thing. Are you giving me advice on quitting? Yeah, smoking? I'm giving you. No, I'm just giving you like life advice. Oh, I'm really? Like, this you good. never miss an opportunity to give me life advice. Yeah. Why well, is that? Because I'm your wife. And this is <laughs> this part is, of my job. This is so <laughs> to tell you what to do. <laughs> no, listen, listen. And the sad thing is no, I no, know no. you believe that. Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing is that you, I love you so much. You have a tendency to go like zero to one fucking hundred. And and I think that that is dangerous where you're just like, oh, I'm going to work out eight days a week <laughs> and I'm going to stop smoking and I'm going to only eat like cheese and nuts and I'm going to like do yoga. And I'm, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? You're like, I'm going to run a marathon. And I'm 
time. You know what I mean? You're like, no, baby, no, 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 no. I'm doing like all of this stuff. You're also like, I'm also building okay. a custom car. I'm like, wait, okay, a okay, car? listen. You don't even need a car. What are you talking about? And you're just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you're like delivering a baby. Like, you start just doing everything at once, and it's always a lot. And so I'm just telling you, I think it's, I think it's great that you're gonna work on quitting smoking i'm just going to tell you and encourage you to take it a step at a time you don't have to go full turkey like cold i almost said full turkey <laughs> you never, never go, go full, full turkey, turkey. <laughs> don't go full turkey don't go cold turkey it's okay if you know you have to wean yourself off mm -hmm. because i love you but god when you start quitting smoking you turn into like a demon i'm you, a real asshole you turn into i'm a, a terrible person. person when i stopped smoking when i actually Go through nicotine withdrawals. I become, I become like. A well, and I'm glad that you're letting me being. know ahead of time because I hate when you when you try to quit smoking. You don't tell me. You come home and you're like, Wah! and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> you, you like, you just like knock stuff over, and I'm like, what are you doing? I don't you're knock just, like, stuff over. Ripping up magazines Kicking and like phone dogs. books and stuff. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I need that phone book, and you're like, Wah! and I'm like, what's you, wrong with you? You're so full of shit. And then I'm like, wait a when second. When was the last time you used a phone book? It's, well, you ripped it up. I can't. <laughs> It. I would have. I wanted to order a pizza. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? I tried. Now you're being shitty. <laughs> no, listen. And then I'm like, well, something's off about you. What's going on? You're like, nothing. Nothing's off. And I'm like, something is off. I'm like, wait a second. You haven't gone and smoked a cigarette in a little while. And you're like, yeah. What? I'm quitting smoking. And I'm like, why are you talking like Just that? Just barking everything <laughs> I said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You turn into a dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm here to encourage you. But, you know, and also I think you did that was very smart. What? Because you didn't try to quit smoking, like, right when we started working out a lot. I think that that was smart. You know what I mean? You have to, you can't just make, like, a huge life change right. all at once. You have to make so it. I'm phasing it in. See, first yes. I'm doing the, I'm doing the diet and exercise. Now I've got that routine set up. And now yeah, I'm, we're about three weeks in. Now I'm four. moving on to other bad habits mm -hmm. and trying to trying to conquer. Them. So so let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You're both criticizing me. No, I'm not for going too far too fast in the and, past. In the past and complimenting me for on not, doing it in phases. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying in the past you've gone zero to one hundred, and I think that that is dangerous and doesn't work. And I'm saying I'm gonna caution you against doing that with the cigarettes this week by saying you know tomorrow don't decide i'm going cold turkey no cigarettes and then you know you flop i'm saying that you did it the right thing by not quitting cigarettes right when we started working out because mm -hmm. i think that that is a little you know little by little i'm just i'm just trying to encourage you to be to listen realistic. to you <laughs> <laughs> okay <listen. laughs> Okay, Science Corner. So there's this artificial intelligence program. It's called ConceptNet. It now has the intelligence of a four-year-old based on IQ tests given to children of that age. So it is matched, and it's almost at five years old, and it's going to exponentially get more intelligent as it's able to learn more rapidly. Stephen Hawking weighed in on this and said it's likely to be either the best or the worst thing to <laughs> ever happen to the world. Yeah, I saw that movie with Will Smith. 
Oh my god. What was that movie called? <laughs> iRobot? Yes. That shit was scary. Right, exactly. Imagine that now you have something that's learned to be faster and smarter than any person can ever be. And it has a really sick body. Like, and it has a sick body because it designed it itself. Exactly. It's like ripped. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a hot robot. <laughs> hot bot. Right? The hot bot. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> exactly. I like actually somebody else said that they expect that sex with robots will be more common than sex with humans what? in 50 years. Yeah. Who said that? I forget who that was. Oh, my That's God. That's not on my list here. But, but yeah, somebody actually you. said it that. It was you. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I was like, I just ordered a flashlight. Hell. <laughs> oh, my God. I got it on your Amazon account. Oh, Save great. the shipping. Oh, that's really great. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, but then Stephen Hawking went on to say that his favorite song was Have I Told You Lately by Rod Stewart. And then he went on to say that the last hilarious thing he saw online was the Big Bang Theory. Oh, so you're saying we shouldn't trust him. That's what I'm saying. The man is not trustworthy. Don't Ooh. listen to anything he says. Okay, here's the thing, though, Patrick. One time I was watching the Emmys, and uh, Big Bang Theory was winning a bunch of awards because they win awards all the time. Yeah, and I tweeted, about? like, what the fuck, Big Bang Theory? And when I tell you that my mentions were full of people that were like, I love the Big Bang Theory. It was Stephen Hawking. No, 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 no. What I'm, I'm trying to prep you because I feel like they're almost as bad as the Beehive. Like, don't <laughs> fuck <laughs> that with can't big, be. Don't that can't be a fuck thing. with Big Bang Theory. I'm just telling you right now, if you get, if your mentions are full of angry Big Bang Theory, I don't know, I don't think, I don't know if they have a name, but I'm going to start calling them bangers. Bangers, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. That's perfect. Let's just call them bangers. The Big Bangers. I feel like, I feel like they might come for you. And what are they gonna do? Science me to death? Are I, they gonna? They're, they're probably gonna quote Stephen Hawking. I'm just Elon saying. Elon Musk. I'm just saying that they might be mad that you just shaded their favorite show. I don't know. There's more of them than us because that's like the because there's show. only two of us. <laughs> oh, that's exactly. Mostly because there's two of us. Exactly. And they're a whole audience. Uh, that's a popular show. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that Stephen Hawking should find more funny things funny. And you can't trust a man who listens to Rod Stewart. Okay, it's time for Florida Man! Florida, Florida Man! I know you were just hanging in there for this. This is it. You, you, only, you only show up for this podcast now <laughs> to do Florida Man. The rest is just a formality. Listen, I just want to shout out to everybody that sends me stupid Florida stories all week long. It's so great. Everyone's like, oh, everyone's like, Francesca, have you seen this stupid Florida thing? Like, it's it's pretty amazing. So I just want to thank you. There's for so much out there. There's a lot out there. Okay, so we are going to stick with last week's theme, and I have one fake story and one story that did not take place in Florida. Okay. Okay? All right. Number one, Florida man brings human skull to Publix. And Publix is a local Public shopping Florida center. Um, grocery store. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty likely. Number two, Florida man knocked out by hot sauce in fight over graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's very Florida. The hot sauce, the graham crackers, the fighting over graham crackers, sure. Number three, Florida man blames gassy baby in fatal car accident. Ooh, you always blame the baby. Yeah. Wait, one of them doesn't happen in Florida, right? One of these is not in Florida, and, and there's there's five, okay? So, and one oh, of, okay. You didn't one of that. these is not in Florida, and one of these didn't happen at all. Okay. So what is your, what's your, how do you Well, go ahead. Give me, give me the other two. Number four. 
Florida man once killed a goat and drank its blood would now like to be your senator. Mm. No, that doesn't. That's not Florida. And number five. Florida man who calls police to say he's too high found in a pile of Doritos. Too high found in a pile of Doritos. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say that the, what was the fourth one? The fourth one was a Florida man once killed a goat and drank its blood would now like to be your senator. I'm going to say that that one is is some other state mm-hmm. and that and that the Doritos didn't happen. Ooh, you are wrong. On you're both p- of them? Yeah, you're wrong on both of them. The fake story was Florida man blames gassy baby in fatal car accident. Interesting. I thought that was a really like gassy and car. I don't know. Something about that was clever to me. Um, <laughs> oh, so you were trying to like bury a pun in that? Kind of. God, that was uh, that was that was weak. Okay, go well, ahead. Well, but that's something that like a bad news outlet would do. Uh, that's true too. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why you got me. Yeah. Okay. And then the the one that was uh not in Florida was uh the Dorito story. That's actually an Ohio man called the police and was mm. found in a pile of Doritos. I feel like that could have been Colorado. The so. one in here that really blew my mind is that there is a lawyer in Florida running for the U.S. Senate. His name is Augustus Sol Inviticus, which is not his real name. Oh, uh, yeah, naturally. Decided in his name. And he's running to replace Mark Rubio, and he is in, like, an occult. He, he like, killed a goat and drank its blood. He is, like, a really, really weird guy. And he has, like, a white supremacist following because he, Whoa. like— Represented some like weird, like some white supremacist and stuff. Like he's a weird. He's really hitting all the points. He and he really is like, listen, everybody. I know I drank a goat's blood. It's not that big of a deal. Like he's really, <laughs> like he really is serious. Don't about knock it until you tried it. <laughs> Wait, did you drink that goat's blood that you ordered on Amazon? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. We, I mean, we had some beers together. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. You know, I can't kill a goat. You know, once you start <laughs> talking, you realize, like, you know, you so you're just a goat. I'm just a guy. <laughs> We've got something in common. Um, <laughs> you and the goat. Um, okay, so you failed this week's Florida man. <laughs> that makes you so happy, I know. It does. I'm glad that you didn't figure out, because I thought that maybe, like, having a story about farting was too close to, like, last week's fake story about the about the lotto ticket and the poop. And I was like, ooh, is Patrick going to, like, sense the, the theme, anything theme? that's dealing with a butt. But yeah, yeah. And so I didn't want you to catch on. Okay, let's do a listener question now. Ooh. This one comes from Heather, and if you have questions for us, you can email us oh, start at- Start over. Start. Don't say it's coming from Heather and then tell everyone. You know what I mean? Like, okay. s- just start with, like, let's do an email and then tell people- Can I live, friend? <laughs> can I live? Can you just let, let leave, me leave be me? Leave that in. Leave that in. <laughs> Why do you want to- <laughs> You see, you you are like you were dead serious earlier when you said you really feel like it's your job to tell me <laughs> how to be. Okay, okay, go. Do, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything. Just you know, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you can email us at last name underscore basis. That's not even our email address. <laughs> last <What the> fuck. <laughs> That's it's not, not our email. No. That's our Twitter handle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh my my bad. <laughs> 
Don't put your head down in there, Victoria. I see you mocking me. <laughs> you don't even know our email address. <laughs> okay, give it, a, give it another try. Actually, don't give it another try. I don't want to tell you what to do. <laughs> well, you got to tell me the email address. You don't know it. Why don't you tell our audience the email address? I thought you don't want me to help you. <laughs> All right, ready? Do you want me to just do this part? I'll I'll give the intro. You read the email. Jesus. All right. If you have a question, you can email us. Our email address is lnbpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us using the hashtag last name basis because we want to hear from you. Patrick, what's this week's email? So this one comes from Heather. She says, the last few seasons of Scandal have been awful, and the first episode of How to Get Away with Murder season looks like it might be following in the same messy path. When is it okay to be honest and stop supporting content by minorities and women when the quality is actually lacking? Ooh, this is an interesting question. This is a good question. And you know what? I have felt this way like when it comes to supporting Empire. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of black people in this show. We gotta watch Empire. And then I watched it, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to watch this show. Like, I don't... I lasted the first episode of the second season. They all seem to spin out into these just grotesque soap operas. And it's I like mean, that's a lot of shows, to be fair. Yeah, but it pushes it pushes the envelope so far that pushing the envelope is the norm for these shows, and you can't maintain that sort of level. So, like Scandal, the first episode that I watched, which was not the first episode of Scandal, it was like third season maybe, whatever it was, it was really riveting because it was just madness. It was like, whose baby are you? I'm yeah. married to that guy. You're right. also my uncle, and it was I'm just, fucking the president. And my dad killed my mom, but my mom's not dead. She's actually in a prison cell right. underground. And you're right, just right. like, what the fuck? Is going on and that's kind of exciting but when you when you you get, can't keep that up you can't because after a while you're just like well what are we working towards here right. what's the point of all this yeah i mean <clears throat> this is a tough one for me too heather because i actually stopped watching scandal last season and, and i still want to support it in the sense of i i love shonda rhimes i think she's super talented um i just don't like that show anymore and i think that you know, you can support a show without watching it in the sense that I can say I'm really happy for Kerry Washington's success. Yeah, I don't know if that's the same because when she says support a show, she means it. she means yeah, let the let the network know that that it played on her television show so that they can sell advertising so that it maintains its primetime status. I don't know. It doesn't get canceled. I mean, people stop watching and say good for Kerry Washington, the show's going to go off the air. Yeah, I mean, you could just set your DVR and like not actually watch it. You know I don't know I mean? how that's processed. I think by that the... I think that they watch DVR now. Just the recording or the plays? Yeah, because like record... they probably have that information too. Oh, that's true. They're yeah. watching you. Um, <laughs> they're watching. You. <laughs> they're they're watching all of us. Um, I don't know. It's really hard. But like I like I said, I think that you kind of just have to be honest with yourself in the sense that if you don't like the content don't watch it i mean well, i want i can't just support it be, like like i said i did try especially i use empire as my example i want to support the show because i'm happy to see a show with a lot of black people succeed i don't like the show and so to, to like spend an hour of my week every Wednesday night watching a show that I'm not interested in is kind of like... That's kind of the thing, too, because, I mean, if it was just Scandal, that's an hour a week. But when you have... And, and now there's been an explosion of, of black TV shows yeah. or shows featuring um, people of color in the, yeah. in, as leads, and, and they become... They're some of the most popular shows. So now you've got... Now you've got Scandal... 
How to Get Away with Murder, Empire, Empire, Fresh Off the Boat, Fresh Off the Boat. You've got Blackish. Black I mean, now you're looking at at seven hours of your week. Sleepy Hollow's got um, Orlando. Um, Jones and a, another black girl on there. Yeah, there's a bunch of shows. That's too much to ask. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a whole day. Yeah, of it your is time. a lot. That's too much. It is a you lot. You really just can't. I you just can't do it. It's not it's not feasible really. Just for the if you don't really enjoy that time. Yeah, I think that you gotta you gotta say if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I also think, especially with Scandal, don't say that in public. <laughs> Keep that one to yourself. Don't tell anyone you don't like Scandal because, especially, don't say that you don't like Olivia and Fitz because they will come after you. They're like the Beehive. They're like they're like the uh, the, the bangers. bangers. <laughs> the o- the Olitz shippers is what they're the name of their um is it's Olitz like Olivia and Fitz. Oh, you're serious? Yeah, I'm I'm dead serious. And then what was the second word? Shipper, like when you when you ship someone, you know, you never heard that before. No, Ooh, that could be in this language. Not anymore. Well, well, I guess I still don't know what it means. Uh, ship is like a relationship, so it's like you ship two characters or you ship two actors, and then you oh. put their names together. Oh, to say like, who do you ship? Well, I ship this person and this person. Well, on that note, let's move into the language B. The language B. Just, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna the new th- just make that into a song. <laughs> okay, this week's language B comes from Ashton. Thank you, Ashton, for sending this. This week's language B phrase is Netflix and chill. Is that a one phrase? Netflix and chill. Yeah, that's the phrase. Okay, Netflix and chill. That's pretty. That's pretty self-explanatory. Netflix and chill is like. That's when you, you know, you're just, that's your night in. You're just like, it's Netflix and chill from here on out. That's just, I'm going to throw on Netflix. It doesn't matter what you're watching. You're vegging out. You're just enjoying yourself. <laughs> Victor, you're, our, why why our is producer, she laughing like this? Our producer She's like is doubled over. in the background. She's dying. Is that She's not dying. right? She's like, Patrick, you're the worst. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's going to be like, Keep take going. all the seats. It's going to be the opposite. Keep going with Okay, I, now I want to change my answer based on Victoria's <laughs> response. Now I want to say that Netflix and chill is what you tell somebody when you're like, you know what? You need to Netflix and chill. <laughs> Get your ass out of here. We don't want to hear from you anymore. <laughs> that one's wrong. Take but that's, all the seats. That still sounds pretty good. You sound like you really believe it. So I you sell. I it. always believe what you I say. You sell it. Okay. Do you really want to know what it is? Because you are wrong on all of that. Yeah, I you're covered wrong. As much ground as possible. You can try one more. You want to oh try one more? Oh my god. Okay. Yes. Netflix. Netflix and chill. I don't think I have anything else. Just try. Um. So Netflix. Netflix and chill is a new premium cable package. Nope. That that merges. Um. Uh, snacks that are sent to you mm-hmm. via the mail with a Netflix subscription. Ooh, I actually, wish, that, I wish ne- that was real. Netflix and Chill, actually, when you do the mail order DVD things, it comes with like bags of Doritos, and that's what the guy that was found in the Doritos, he signed up for <laughs> Netflix and Chill, which is, which is, and it's only nominally more expensive than the regular Netflix <laughs> um, because they have, they've got this great working relationship with Frito-Lay. No. You are wrong. <laughs> Netflix and chill. You forced that one out of me just to make I me did. more wrong. I did. I did. You I were thought... squeezing the wrong out of <laughs> I, me. I thought maybe, I thought you were close. I thought you might figure it out. You're fucking kidding me. You no. know you didn't. I did. I did. I did. Okay. Netflix and chill means to have sex. <laughs> You're fucking, <laughs> did you know that? Netflix and chill is, yeah. is 
a euphemism yeah. for intercourse? That's yeah. absurd. It means it means like when you say when you like talking to a girl and you're like, hey, you want to Netflix and chill? Then like that means that you guys have sex with like Netflix playing in the background. Oh, because you turn on the <laughs> Netflix and like that's a reason to be sitting next to each other on the couch, and then slowly it just yeah. evolves into yeah. Into so ne- Netflix and chill just means like hook up. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Like, yeah. is that a widely used thing? Yes, yes, it is. The fact that our producer was laughing as soon as you started getting the answer wrong oh proves God. it. Proves it. Right. That's true. Yeah, Victoria knew, and yeah, okay, she right. knew that. That's credibility right there. Yeah, exactly. So oh we should make up a new one. It should be like Hulu and Hang. <laughs> Hulu and Hang. Who watches Hulu? We don't watch Hulu. Yeah, Hulu and Hang means that you're gonna like wax your bikini line. <laughs> <laughs> Hulu and hang is what you say when you're just going to jerk off. No. <laughs> because, because no one's coming over to watch Hulu with you. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you're all alone. Ew. Hulu and hang. That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, I think that that is a perfect note to end the show on. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you didn't, you know, however you feel about it. If you're a banger. Yeah, exactly. We would love to hear from you. You can tweet us with the hashtag last name basis, or our Twitter is last name underscore basis, or you can just tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At tie optional. And, um. I'm Patrick. I'm Francesca. <laughs> Bye. And this is last name basis. <laughs> or was. It was. always got to be ready that must suck though you know always having to be i mean i can go out looking like a bum yeah and people and you do <laughs> okay well maybe not maybe not quite like a bum oh my god but... my, oh my god patrick my feet stink uh, these shoes it's these shoes uh-huh that's what i say you don't give me oh, any <laughs> it totally is these shoes uh-uh it's your feet no it's really the shoes uh-huh. that's what i say when you oh. don't you don't Okay, but you don't give me any okay, breathing no, room. Okay, but here's the difference: is when we're on the couch and there are no shoes by you and your feet stink. It's your feet. No, your feet are gonna I just smell bad after you take out. your feet out of those shoes. No, because these shoes smell. Well, That's how do you I'm think s- the shoes got smelly? Because of your feet. I know, but what I'm saying is that when my feet are in other shoes, they don't smell. It's these. Oh, that's okay. so fucking gross. Sorry. Keep them on, because there's not really a whole lot of airflow in here. I know. I in just this little booth. You don't want to. You're gonna like. <sighs> Hotbox our booth. <laughs> your foot funk. Oh, footbox. Footbox. That's really gross. You. I think Victoria says we're ready. We can start. Gross one. We can start.